0: All right, welcome to episode two of the Logic Taylor podcast. We're back at it again. Uh, this week we're recording live from West Point, the U.S. Army Academy. We're here on set live for a college football game, Army versus UTAT. Um Today's podcast, our guest, are first, John DePinero. We'll give him a quick intro. The former shortstop at Bishop Ford, coming in at five foot. 9, 250 pounds. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't
1: know I gained so much weight, Elijah. Yeah, Thank you. I bad. appreciate my it. My
0: bad. Um, former uh, baseball player at LIU. Uh, former cross-country and track runner at LIU. Former roommate, my boy, one of my best buddies, Jonathan Pinheiro. Would you like to How are you Happy thing? to
1: be here right now. Thanks, thanks, thanks for Elijah coming. Elijah, live at West Point. <laughs> Please ask Elijah Taylor how he got here at West Point. I was his ride, and I was his ticket. Yeah, You're very me. welcome, wow. live podcast.
0: Yeah, I guess. Um, but we'll go into that later. Uh, next, I'd like to introduce this guy, the former quarterback, starting quarterback as a in high school, best quarterback I know. That's my quarterback right here. Um, member of our um member of my fantasy football league. He's a good guy in the fantasy fantasy football league. Also, he's one of the most Brooklyn people I know. His name is Gregory Rando. Call him Greg Fisher. Welcome to the podcast, Greg.
2: How's it going, Elijah? And, and all the fans, just remember: if you ain't Brooklyn, you ain't popping. You ain't That's how we are. I agree. We that's go. the Let's get best. Getting popping right now. We're everybody. gonna
0: get this in. So, like I said, we're we're about to actually go to a college football game. After we're like actually tailgating right now, so we're a little buzzed, <laughs> but um, we'll try to keep this podcast as professional as possible and be just a little bit better than mediocre.
2: We uh we strive for professionalism, wouldn't you say? Elijah? Yeah,
0: I think we do. We try. I mean, <laughs> hey,
2: <laughs> you know,
0: we're recording on like the army campus. Don't get more professional than this, right? So Definitely speaking not. of army, let's start. This is a perfect place to start with this topic. <laughs> Maybe we should be careful how loud we say these things, because some people in this area might feel a type of way. Let's talk about kneeling. It's a common topic these days, right?
2: It is. It is.
0: Yeah. So uh, I'll just give you guys a quick recap. You, mostly people, already know this. So I guess last week Thursday, the president of the United States, the POTUS, Donald Trump. He's some people's president. He's not my president. We could all agree to differ. I don't. I don't fuck with him. Uh, he made a statement about. He was in Alabama, I believe. Yeah, Alabama. He made a statement about how NFL owners should fire these SOBs, sons of bitches. That decided to kneel as a form of protest during the national anthem. Um, honestly, we all know why he made that stupid ass statement. It was really just a matter of he wanted to appeal to the crowd that he was in and our president is someone that likes to appeal to the crowd, don't you don't you guys agree? He's a he's a he's a he's a TV guy.
1: He's uh, uh He's a celebrity. He knows how to he's definitely a firm believer that no
2: bad publicity yeah, is all publicity is good.
0: Oh, no publicity is bad publicity. Yeah, exactly. all publicity is good to him. Yeah. He's like, he's thinking about Trump 2020, which is, I'm not looking forward to. We'll so see what happens.
1: So, the, the, the take on the whole kneeling thing, um, I don't think it's wrong, but yet I see both sides of the spectrum, but uh, I know that people feel that, like, they're disrespecting the flag and all the good things about america that's what it's supposed to represent a hundred percent i understand where you guys are coming from but at the same time that is why our army fights for like they fight for the freedom of speech the right to speak your own mind the right to believe in whatever religion you want to believe in so at the same time as much as you want to say as they're disrespecting the country they are supporting it uh they're taking their knee and uh they're, they have that right to free speech. That's why guys fight in the army. They're giving us the right to have that voice, to have that opinion. And that's ultimately what a protest is. Uh, you know, we don't all agree with it, and that's the point. They're bringing awareness to what they feel is wrong with what's going on in our country. We can feel however which way we want to feel about it, but they do have a voice,
2: and I respect their voice of opinion. Greg, how do you feel? I mean, for me... So let me preface this everybody. I'm the white guy in the car.
0: Italian,
2: <laughs> Am I right? W- wouldn't you say? Yeah. But um what I think about this is I just think it's ridiculous how there can't be a middle ground found. You know, everything is so extremist nowadays. You either yeah. have to if you st- if you kneel for the anthem, you're not a patriot. You're not about your country. You're not That's not true. I if agree. you listen to what everybody's saying, it's not about They're not even desecrating the flag. It's not about that. It's about using a platform to get a message across, which, again, like Jonathan stated, you know, a lot of these people fight overseas, and I appreciate it, and they do that so that we can have the right to protest in a peaceful manner. We were talking about this the other day. I would prefer a peaceful protest like this instead of robbing and looting and killing I agree. that's negative. That's negative. That just puts more hate in the world. I agree. This protest thing, I think it has, a, it's a great way to have everybody peacefully talk about something and get through it. But the only problem is, now you have all these guys You're either far left or far right. Yes. So if you're far right, if you don't, if you kneel for the flag, you are not, American. you're not American. And that's not true. These yeah. people love America. A lot of the people kneeling, they have people who served in the military. I agree. But then again, if you go to the far left and the people who are kneeling, they're saying if you if you don't understand why we're kneeling, then they're fuck races. you. Yeah. Excuse my language. Yeah. There has to be a middle ground that that could be found. And I just feel like right now, I don't think nobody wants to find a middle nobody ground. Nobody wants to listen. Everybody That's
0: wants to like talk and say their point, but nobody wants to listen. Exactly. That's problem. There's no
2: there's no nobody's trying to understand the other person's side of the story that's that's why I think everyone in this car we're very grounded and we could understand the other side and we're just trying to have a conversation and we're three people from three different backgrounds so hopefully a lot of people could take this as, as an example and you know just try to have a conversation try to understand the other side and come to a middle ground that we could all agree on
0: I agree. That was a good, great, great take, Greg. Great, (laughs) great, great take. I was really impressed. Scorching. Doing well. But yeah, like, that's just how I feel. I feel like, honestly, it's so much about, I think the thing about us is like, right now in this vehicle, we have a black, Puerto Rican, and Italian. This is a great combo. Very <laughs> diverse group right here. <laughs> <laughs> Just so but like, all three
1: with different opinions.
0: The only wouldn't thing we really say have in common is this is the greatest is part of America. Yeah, and that's the thing. At, America brought
2: the three of us together, and that's why mm-hmm. I, I me personally, I wouldn't kneel for the anthem mm-hmm. because Pushback. exactly what's going on in this car, it happened because America is the way it is. I Every agree. place has its faults and nothing's perfect, but the three of us wouldn't be friends if it wasn't for America.
0: I agree. And that was good. That was touching. I agree. It's just really, like, us as Brooklyners, like Brooklynites, I feel like that's that one thing we have in common. We all share the same, like, struggles in life. We all think the MTA sucks. We all, <laughs> we all have that upbringing where we have to, like, you know, we all played sports at some point, so we all didn't have, like, you know, baseball fields on every block or so football fields on every block. I think when most of you guys were kids, you probably played in the streets and whatnot. You got it how you could. So we all share that in common. And I think that's what people in America got to look for. You got to look for more common ground instead of always looking for why everything is different. Don't get me wrong, I agree. And I agree with what the people are nailing. They do have a point. The, the police brutality, the the racial prejudice, all of that stuff has to, they, we have to bring light to it and that something has to be done. We're not talking enough about that. That's really where I think people get angry that we're talking so much about the flag we're talking less about the the wrongs that's going on in the country. But
2: so now let me pose something to you. Yeah. So Elijah, I have a couple of questions. Go shoot. So what do you feel about Jim Brown when he was posed with a lot of these questions on his ver- his the way he views the kneeling and what's going on in society today? What exactly? If you, uh, if yeah. I'm I'm gonna paraphrase him. I okay. mean, that's fine. I, everybody's gotta fact check me here. But yeah, do your best. I know he said that compared to when he played. Racism is nothing compared to what it was when Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, all the civil rights leaders were around. Racism is nothing compared to that. And he said he would never kneel for the anthem. What do you say to someone like Jim Brown, who's
0: done so much yeah. for the African-American community? I can't disrespect Jim Brown. Um, Honestly, I understand what he's saying. He's basically saying, like, even though people feel like we haven't come far, the don't ever we, we've come far. We have a long way to go, I believe. That's a better way to put it. We've come so far, but we have a long way to continue because we can't compare it to what like the racial prejudice was like in this country years ago. Back then it was like, yo, you were sitting in the back of the bus, you people were being lynched. It was just so much like aggression and unfairness. It was just ridiculous. So like the the country's come a long way from that. I, we're by no means perfect. We have a long, a long I repeat, long way to go. But I agree. But if, like I said, he nobody has to kneel. Like I said, if he says he would never kneel, you have the right to not kneel. The same way people have the right to stand up, and it's respected to stand up. I agree. You have the right to not kneel. So I have no, I have no problem with what he said.
1: You know, I, uh, I, I feel like where he's coming from makes sense. It's America has took, has gone a long way from where it used to be, but. I think the kneeling right now is a perspective that it's not foolproof yet. It's not a hundred percent away from racism. That's all I think.
2: Um, I'm not saying I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that um we we have come a long way and I feel like the mainstream media is creating this narrative That's that fun. that it is that we've gone in reverse. And I, I just I feel like the media is is creating a narrative that is just not not wrong, but it's trying to portray their own agenda. Yeah. The,
1: the The best way I describe it is to it's like uh it's like when you go to rehab, you have to say that you there is a problem. Yeah. We can't be oblivious that there there's is no problem. I, I agree. There, Great is pro- there is a problem, and has America been better? Yeah. Are there a lot of programs for Black Hispanics and minorities? Yes, there is. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't still exist. You yeah. can't ignore right. the fact that it still does exist. And we could say that, you know, it's unfair that you guys have these that that minorities have these programs just for them. But that goes into like a whole other thing of like white privilege and stuff like that. It's just we're just putting it out there that it's still not 100 percent. And that's what we're looking for. Do we, Can we ever get there? Maybe. Can we not? It might not never happen, but we gotta take steps forward so we can get there. I think that's what players are trying to do. Do they fully understand that? Probably not. As some players that are kneeling, they don't fully understand that. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's upsetting other Americans that they're not a hundred percent sure what they're kneeling for. They think they're just kneeling for Black Lives Matter. I think th- and and fight the power and stuff like that. I think they should be kneeling for more than just Black Lives Matter. I think they should be kneeling for all minorities. I agree. Or even the yeah. equal
0: justice. are oppressed. There's equal justice because, like I said, white people get the um, uh, p- police brutalize everyone. It's not just white people, so I mean, not just black people. I apologize. So it's like it's just about all those like it just world seems to issues. Be more of a problem in we, the black. Community. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like it shouldn't happen. Period. Like absolutely. it's just like just because it happens to a black person doesn't mean it's okay if it happens to a white person. It yeah. shouldn't happen. Period. It should just be eliminated. You and
2: know? then uh, one other thing. Um, I know Charles Barkley yeah. and Jim Brown also talk about it a lot that when we talk about the Black Lives Matter movement and police brutality, mm-hmm. they bring up a lot of the black on black crime. Yeah. And what what I feel like should be an issue, I know everyone talks about it, but this is what I feel like the mainstream media is trying to get away from. Yes, the, the police have have instances and... There are people who are racist pieces of shit in this country. Yeah. But if you if you look at it, even white people also, most of the murders happen within our own communities. Yeah. Within the white community, white people kill. It's white on white crime. Spanish on Spanish crime. It's it's where we're thinning our own herds. Yeah. And I think that's a problem that has to be addressed within our own communities. Yeah. And I know when on the Espys, I know. LeBron James, Mello, the Banana Boat, the Banana Boat—they touched on it, and I'm happy they did. Not just for the black community, but for every community. And
0: And that's that's
2: what I want to get to. I want I want every community to understand that life matters. I agree. But the trend—I this is where I agree—the trend of these videos that we're seeing are just disgusting, and it has to stop.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: So it kind of goes back to what Greg said. People are so
1: far right and so far left. It like has that. to. We have to find ground. a way to meet in the middle, and that's the only way to to please people. And and reality is, you can't please everybody. Absolutely. One person. One, one one one. I don't want to say one group, one thing has to has to suffer, but we have to find a way where we could all be equal in some in, in some and meet in the middle and have some standpoint on something. I agree. And to take away, maybe, to say that, oh, maybe we should hold arms instead of kneeling and that'll be just as equal. I honestly don't think it brings the same point across. It's pleasing the people yeah. that feel like they're being disrespected. I mean, everybody should and have a And part of a protest is to show that you're getting your point across. If, if, if the person that's being protested against is okay with it, then that's a problem. That defeats the point of a protest. I agree. So... It's it's There's so many ways you could look at this thing, so I don't think there's any winning, but the fact that they're kneeling and it's bringing up... The conversation, at conversation, least, yeah. The people that are kneeling are doing
2: their job.
0: The fact that we're talking about it on the podcast, they're doing their job.
2: Exactly. It's like people, are, people think around the country that there aren't protests happening right outside city halls, right outside the White House. That happens. It's just not as effective.
0: Yeah, this happened this on a football field. We watch is, this every Sunday.
2: This is just, to me, I didn't see... How effective it was until it went to a stage like this. And I applaud the athletes, you know? I, I mean, I'm a white man in America. I applaud the athletes for standing up for what they believe in. It's your right. That's what I love about America. Yeah. You know, you're in a place where, you know, if you if these athletes did this in North Korea, they'd be hung killed. And, they, and they'd be killed. Yeah. And you wouldn't hear about it. And and I guess that's what my problem was with Kaepernick. He, he made this stand for equal rights and then he... He wore a, a Fidel Castro t shirt. Yeah. And Fidel Castro enslaved and killed and had genocide of his own people. Yeah. That That's where a I think he just swung and part, missed. I like, yeah. But I respect I everything applaud. else he did. Yeah. I applaud that. These these bad, for yeah, that was a up bad for what move they man. believe in. I do.
0: Yeah. Especially because there's a lot of backlash they face. But, like I said, we could talk about this for, like, hours. Because this, like this, this is not something you could wrap up in 15 minutes, obviously. But we just wanted to bring it up. Cause I thought that was the highlight of uh, last week, to be honest. It was definitely something impressive. So, we'll see how that goes. This probably won't be the last time we talk about this. All right. Uh, Since we're talking so much about, like, race in America, JV, this is a good, good combo for you. And both of you guys. But, I all right. So, i asked a couple of people on Twitter this. How do you guys feel about the N word? Like, <laughs> in using it? Uh, before you even say anything, let me tell you how I feel. I'm perfectly Greg, Greg says no comment. <laughs> yeah, you can say whatever you want.
1: The white guy of the group says no comment. I personally
0: <laughs> don't really care. It's like, for me, it's like a slang word now. It's become so, it's been downgraded so much into a slang word where I don't really care who says it as long as it's really the tone they use it in and how they say it. And as long as you like, if somebody tells you they're not okay with it, then don't say it. Obviously, like you know who you can say it around, and who you can't say it around. But I feel like I have no problem with. I I've never had like I've never been that person where I'm walking and I see a group of like three white kids and they say nigga, what are you doing, bro? And I'm like, yo, who who, who said that shit? Like I'll just kind of look at them like, alright, that's his nigga. Like and and, and, I, and like it's the way we use it. Like it's like a urban slang. It's like if they're not gonna say nigga, what do you want to call him? My honky? Like I feel like that's offensive. I I'm not gonna go around and call another black guy my nigger, my negro. Well maybe I'll say my negro, but my nigger. <laughs> like they're not saying my nigger. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? My nigger. And i w I've always said that, like, it's really how what you mean with the word. Like if you have ill intent with the word, then don't say anything you wanna hurt. Like, don't use that word to harm somebody. That's racist. If you're not using it in a racist way, I don't really see a big problem with it. But I know if a lot of our friends, like with JP says it, it's uh, a big deal. Yeah, so so a
1: person like me, uh, um, predominantly in Spanish communities, I don't know why we we do use the N word yeah, a lot. Uh, I for one definitely use the N word, but I use it amongst friends and group and not in a what we would call a professional environment. Yeah, of course. Right. Not. So of course, in a professional environment, that's like a word you wouldn't use. Never use derogatory. Never, never use. Actually, it's 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 kind of inappropriate. But amongst friends or or groups of people I'm comfortable or know with. Yeah whether they're black, white, uh, Hispanic, mm. I, I'll probably drop it from time to time. Um, the way I feel about it, and I kind of take this from Jay-Z, who had an interview with Oprah, yeah. and I'm just throwing a fact at you, and if you don't believe me, you can find it on YouTube. I saw um, Oprah is completely against using the N-word, thinks it's bad for, for blacks and thinks it's bad to just be used because of the history behind it. Yeah. And I thought Jay-Z brought up a good point. He feels that uh, rap and that type of environment has taken the power out the word. Yeah. That they use it as an inter- a term of endearment or encouragement or to refer to a friend. And I kind of agree with it because if you don't use it at all, it's like you're afraid to use that word because mm-hmm. of what it meant to you. Um, but I think that if you use it in the right context, in a comfortable context, yeah. it can be okay. And it it plays into sports in a big deal. The reason we tied into football is because this was a football conversation maybe two or three years ago about using the M word. And I think that all of us, all three of us, are athletes in this podcast right now, and we've heard it hundreds of times on the field, off the field, in practice, or in circumstances where we've used it. And uh, I'm using it in the sense of me because most of my teammates in the track and field were were. Uh, Black, black same you know, you or, and, black. or Hispanics, you know, we constantly use that word and we use it in terms of encouragement most of the time. Like, yo, let's get after this. Let's let's get this money. And like, yo, yo, you're my boy. But like we're using the N word. Yeah. Um, uh, it de- really depends how you use it. And you got to use it in a comfortable environment. Do I think it can be wrong? Yes, 100 percent. But like I said, I wouldn't use it in a professional Absolutely field. Not. So it depends how you want to go about it. And I think that's that middle ground we just spoke about. Yeah. I, find, I think I have a middle ground with that word, and I'm okay with it. Do I? If someone's offended by it, yeah, then I'll Cut try not to use it as best as I can. But when you grow up in the streets of New York, Port it Glen. is used on every street corner you can think about. Yeah. So it's different how you look about it. Yeah,
0: My logic is if you could just take out that word and you switch it with something else, and it doesn't sound offensive, then it's fine. You're, you're using it in the right context.
2: Absolutely. I agree with the two of you. Yeah. I mean, it's all about intent. Yeah, it's and all like about intent. That's the thing with all this, politi- in the political climate, all these uh, all these examples of protests, yeah. of protests, like, their intent isn't to desecrate the flag. Yeah. It's to get a point across. Like, when I, if I say the N-word to you, JP, my intent isn't to denigrate you and say you're below me. It's, a, like you said, a term of endearment. But I know when I was in high school, one of my coaches was African-American. He was not about it. If he heard you say it in the weight room, you were dropping and giving him 50 push-ups right there. You saw you did it on the field, you're running sprints. He, he wanted to take, I guess, do the opposite of what Jay-Z said. I guess Jay-Z wanted to beat that word to death yeah. and just use it, use it, use it until... People were numb to it. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you right now, until I got to high school, I didn't even know it was a racist term. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was ignorant to it. But he felt like he didn't want to give power to that word by keeping it alive. I feel like, yeah. So, again, I see both points, but I agree with the two of you. I mean, if you guys, if you want to, I've used it. I've used it in front of white people, black people, Spanish people. And I only—I would never use it in a derogatory way. Yeah, I would yeah. never put somebody down with that word. Absolutely. And do I feel like there are people are that do that? Absolutely, Absolutely. yeah. I yeah. mean, look at the Riley Cooper oh, scenario.
0: Hey, fucking Riley that Cooper. Dirty-ass fucking eagle, Philadelphia. Fuck.
2: Riley now, Cooper. here's what hey, I'll i will be the devil's advocate now. <laughs> Let's say somebody called him a dirty cracker.
0: Yeah, that's fucked Or a up. dirty But honky, it, You know what? I, uh, or a yeah. dirty...
2: What it wouldn't cra- be as much um, yeah, It wouldn't award. be as much buzz about it. It wouldn't be as much buzz about it. Yeah, but it's just as fucked but up. But then again, white people weren't enslaved 400 years ago. That's so. true. I mean, but you know, it's still fucked up. We have though. a lot less to, it's still to complain up, about than black people, right? But it's still we fucked up. It's still we fucked up. We had, we had a pretty good. Uh, fuck Riley Cooper though. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Riley really Cooper. But uh, yeah, I I feel like it's all about. There's there's this gray area that everyone wants to ignore now, and context is everything. Context and intent. Is everything, and I feel like if you're around people that you're comfortable with, and you don't use it in a negative way, I feel like it should be taken in a scenario by scenario basis. That's all I'm saying. Great. But answer. then again, you know, I know a lot. Of, I think you got a lot more black subscribers than white. You know,
0: <laughs> I think I got a pretty, you know, I'm got a pretty diverse. I got, a diverse. Credits, I got a diverse. I'm audience. just trying, just trying to give you something my, about me my is priority. I have. I'm very, I'm very diverse. I have a lot of diverse friends. But that was a good answer. All right, you know what? This podcast has been way too serious. Let's get to the uh, the, the the fun the light topics. topics. <laughs> Woo! For all the females the topics, listening, all the pressure of race all the females, is females right listening, I'm sweating. This part's for you guys, not all you guys, but some of your friends. This can may maybe relate to them. Well, me and JP and Greg, we have this term that we. We used to refer to females. That top five, top five, top five. They, top 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 they top just five. think they're above, like they're the best and baddest in all the land. Top five, top five, top, top, top five. five. <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll say she thinks she's top five. Top five means she thinks she's top five baddest. Bitches females alive, alive. <laughs> nah, bitches <laughs> alive. Whatever. This this podcast is rated M for mature. And <laughs> like lately, I've noticed like a lot of females just perceive themselves as like. I'm not, and I'm not trying to put any of you guys down by this, by no means. It's just like some of them think they're like, what's the word? I don't want to say the wrong thing. because I'm going to get back. Too guys. good for somebody? They just think they're too good for life. Like, they just think that they. They think their shit don't stink. Yeah, good answer. <laughs> they think their shit don't stink. That's the best answer you could possibly give. And that's cool. Maybe, maybe your poop don't stink as bad as others, but it stink. <laughs> it stink. It's poop after all, right? It's poop. It's poop. I'm not going to eat your poop. I don't eat ass. I, I'm not gonna, especially oh, not going to lick whoa, whoa. your butt. That's a whole different stop topic. It, stop. Well, yeah, Let's not, not go, go there. there. But, like, yeah, you, are just nasty. Ladies. Come well, well, find Greg. <laughs> not on this podcast. Not on this podcast. Find Greg. You'll be all right. <laughs> not on this podcast. But, like, nowadays on Instagram, you go through, like, a, a girl's Instagram stories. And some girls, and this is not all. This is by far not all girls. Some girls will just have... You just look at their pictures where they're like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And you look at them, they're always sitting like bottle service in the club where they don't know anybody. They're just going out almost like a gold digger type of thing where they just want that that status. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like that, the status of being elite. What's y'all take on that? Somebody. So w- what we were saying prior
1: conversations that we have with like basement conversations is girls feel this way because of social media. Yeah. So most social media has created this this environment for girls and guys that you're almost too lavish for somebody else with the way so I, it's your opportunity to flex what you're doing. So like no one ever posts on social media. They're bad. Like no one ever yeah, does. You're not going to post something that's not popping. Yeah, you're going to post something that's fun. It's lavish. So I think that's what uh, females and males kind of got to that point. But females take it, I think to a whole new level and the sense of, uh, they feel like they're better than something else. I'm not saying that they're better than us or I don't want to take away from them because some of them are beautiful women, but it's almost like you don't have a chance if you don't have the money or the status of them. Yeah. And it puts people on different levels. So if you run into this girl that's like an Instagram model, she's not even a famous person. She's just an Instagram person. You run into her, she doesn't want to have a conversation with you, whether you look good or ugly. Yeah. I'm not saying, I'm, I don't want to compare, like, how somebody looks, but it's almost like a money stature, a status. Like, if you're not in the high class, you can't be in their class.
0: You know when I realized that, like, when we was in Vegas, I, I I forgot where, we were just, like, in a pool one time. And then, like, there was some, like, she was fairly attractive. She wasn't really that attractive. She was really just, just kind of like a like a slut. No no disrespect to how she dressed. But she was, like, basically <laughs> wearing, like, a fishnet, titties out. Whatever. Well, You got you to put
1: Vegas into perspective, bro. And Vegas, that's its scene. That's it
0: scene. Yeah, but it's, it's one okay, thing if this man. is, like, a elite pool party, but it's, like, the free open swim. There's maybe 25 people in the pool, like, boo, you didn't pay to get in here. It's not that serious. And you feel me? It's like, all right. It's I peep, a, I peep a guy trying to MAC, and she's kind of like, not trying to hear you're trying you trying to buy me a drink she's
1: not hearing you elijah she, you know me
0: <laughs> like she's, talk, she, she's talking to, she's talking to my dude but she's not him. like you're trying to buy me a drink and i'm like what and i'm looking like did she just say that to him i have a funny story elijah Go. i was
2: at a, a a birthday party for one of my friend's girlfriends and okay. i'm at the bar and I, I see these two women and you know i try to initiate conversation whatever and after like five minutes one of them turns to me and goes if you're not gonna buy me a drink, you could just leave. What? Man, like, when did we get to that like, place? Why does it have to be like that? <laughs> why? When? When did it get to a point where, if you're not giving me, an ends to justify these means, we can't talk? Like, <laughs> Like, whatever <laughs> happened to that? Like. I'm a nice guy. You know, when I have a couple in me, I get a little chatty. I mean, yeah. look at me. I'm, I'm dominating the podcast <laughs> right, right now. Right? A couple you of know? Twisted T's and some yeah. Budweiser's. Yeah, you know. <laughs> we, we could just have a conversation, you know. I've been put down lightly where we had a conversation and shit was cool. Yeah. But then again, other times where something like that happens, it's like, like you said, there's like a status that yeah. if you don't have a certain appeal or if you're not wearing designer clothes, like... You don't have a chance. You right? can't sit with us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can't sit with us. Mean mean sit girls with us. reference, I love it. Yeah, like,
0: the fuck? Yeah,
1: you can't sit with <sighs> us. I think, uh, uh, tying into what Greg says, going back to that drink factor, if you want to take it to that level, if I'm going to buy you a drink, you owe me at least five minutes of your time. Some
0: conversation. Uh, at
1: least give me a chance to like, who the engage fuck in conversation. Who don't. You don't know who I am. I don't know who you are. At least give me get let me get some time to know you or understand me or, or find out if you're funny. Act or like you
0: interested in or me or, have or a some shit. Yeah. The
2: fuck? So how about this? I'm the best devil's advocate ever. Okay. A girl in my in my alma mater once told me. She said I, I asked her, I'm like, Why do you girls get dressed up and, you know, you go all out. You take two hours to get ready just to go to a place where you can have people hit on you and try to buy you drinks and you just shut everybody down and you know what she said to me the ugly girl at the bar never gets a drink bought for her and i was like yeah you're right like think about it i mean we all are criticizing all these girls for looks for looks and how they appear to be a status symbol yeah but then again would you go for the girl at the bar that doesn't look that that, that good, that good. You know. Um, so I mean, there's gotta be, there's both
0: sides to each. Story. I've never played piggy and like, nah, I played piggy <laughs> back in the day, but not, not, never bought a piggy a drink. No disrespect to any girl like that. I ain't trying to criticize you, but I never, I never done that. You're right, but I have like entertained girls who I may have felt were lesser attractive than other girls in the venue, but I've done that because I felt like it. Maybe I don't know. I right now yeah, he's <laughs> losing all his subscribers right now
1: actually <laughs> oh, I just feel like I feel like at a bar scene if you could engage in conversation because that's what I go to a bar for bar scenes it depends as I go for interactions if I'm at a bar I don't for the most part I really don't care what you look like obviously I'm trying to go for what the best girl looks like to me everybody's 1 through 10 scale is completely different. Mm-hmm. Greg's 1 through 10 scale is different for me. Yeah, Elijah's yeah. 1 through 10 scale At is different. My own 1 to ten standards. ten scale is totally different. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? So I just need a good conversation. Like like if I'm going to buy on you a day, a drink, hold not a good a conversation attendant. with me. If you could hold a good conversation with me, for the most part, it was worth it. If something else happens after that, it was a 100 times worth it. It's an investment. I love a good combo. That's what buying a drink is for a male. It is an investment that you do. You never know what it could turn into. It could turn into a relationship. It could turn into a one-night thing. We're just being realistic here. It's an adult thing. But all I feel like, I don't feel like you should walk into a place and feel you're too good to talk to somebody. Uh, Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Don't feel like you're too good that you need this certain stature. I feel like every person that approaches me, I talk to. Do I want to talk to some of the people? Absolutely not. But I I don't feel like I should disrespect somebody in that scene because one it just turns into problems and two I feel bad about myself. I, I like to think I'm a good person, and you know I'm pretty like I like to think I'm well informed on this topic. Yeah. I blamed one of my professors in college because uh, I took this women's class and it was <laughs> it was nuts. When did but everybody I, mean become girl. a mean girl? Yeah. You know? mean exactly. Girl. So I'm kind of like informed and. And I blame one of my professors for informing me, but uh, it—it's just how I feel. Like if I buy you a drink, you owe me five minutes of a time, and I don't think I'll ever disrespect anybody, and that's not my intention. So, just that's how I feel. Like you should always feel you should talk to people, and that goes of the story back to the is be nice. Yeah, be nice. Be respectful.
2: Why else are you going out? Right? Are you yeah. going out there to just sit on a couch and look good and for have, nobody? And have people just hand you drinks? Like, come on. Let's all have a good time. Let's all interact. What happened to that? Let's get off our phones.
0: Get off your phones. But this yeah, what I'm gonna phone. say. Yeah. I don't buy females drinks, but y'all shorties definitely wasn't getting <laughs> drinks from me. Just know that. Back then, y'all just losing
1: subscribers as we speak right I don't
2: now. care. Just I don't follow know. me and JP. We'll buy you drinks. Yeah. Just just follow follow us. us. We're we're great people. You want to hang around yeah. us? We spend nah, money. Nah, Elijah's cool too. Chill, chill. Yeah. So I, I probably get Elijah four
1: drinks. He'll spend money.
0: Yeah. We'll see <laughs> about that.
1: You want a drink from Elijah? <laughs> just get let us buy a drink you wait a half hour he'll buy it for you don't let him lie to you right now
0: (laughs) yeah okay all right so since we're in this bar scene let's talk about this wingman life i think everybody in their life has been a wingman or wing woman not to exclude the the ladies and there's two sides to being a wingman there's like the sides where you're like the predator and then there's a side where you're the prey and your friend's like getting attacked or maybe you're getting attacked and your friend has to entertain the other person.
2: Elijah, Elijah, can I, can I stop you for a second? Yeah, stop can me. I can I just self-proclaim myself the best wingman of all time?
0: Have you really? I think I'm pretty I'm I'm up there. I don't know, man. I think we're up I think we're going to find out yeah, the like, segment. We can I mean, we we talk stories. I mean, I I could, at one point I think I was leading the league in like assists, like just just no, dropping Jason. dimes. Wow, what a reference. Dropping dimes, but you you know, it's really about like Sometimes, because you gotta understand, like, there's not gonna always be ideal situations for both people. Like there was times back in the day where I was like, damn, what did they used to say on Jersey Shore? That girl's a grenade. Yeah. Like there's like one point where there's a clear grenade and then there's like, you know, a fairly attractive other female and you're like, damn, and then your your homie calls shots so you're like, I got you. I'm gonna take this L But some people don't know how to take that L, you know? I like They're too good for the L. Yeah. He's just bad. Like, like I have one. I had one experience. This was the first time he we went to Vegas. Maybe this was last year. So twenty sixteen. You just
1: narrowed down the people that went to Vegas. You, you yeah, I did. But it's all right. It doesn't crime. matter. You're killing yeah, us. You're okay. killing okay. us
0: right now. I'm <laughs> not gonna. I'm not gonna make it hot. It's still a chance. You, you still want to know who it is. We could. So that. let's we just, let's just edit that out later. <laughs> I'm <I'll> not. <die. laughs> so let's go. <laughs> let's just say. Alright. So for example, in Vegas this time, we're not gonna expose who he is. <laughs> Person A may be in his car. Maybe not. <laughs> um, It was like literally they're at a bar. There's two decent-looking females at a bar. You know, I see him pull up on Don't one. Don't let them lie. They look gorgeous to you at the time. <laughs> mm, whatever. He takes the initiative. He pulls up on one on the left. I pull up on the one on the right, the assist. So he's macking. I'm macking, I guess, about like five minutes, and he realizes, yeah, I drafted poorly. So it was basically like he had the number one overall draft pick, and he took – his name a draft boss from the NBA?
2: Kwame Brown.
0: Kwame Brown. And then in the second round – and not even fucking better. Basically, he went for Greg Oden, and then in the second round, I'm like, all right, you are going to take Greg Oden? I guess I'll take Kevin Durant since that's what's left over. Comes to find out that Kevin Durant's actually a good draft pick. And then midway over, he says, I don't want Greg Oden. He does a switcheroo like, I want to redo, and takes – Kevin Durant with the first overall pick after he already made his selection, like that's that's wingman. No, no, no. don't do that. Yeah, that's yeah. how you don't be a, yeah. a good wingman. You definitely don't
1: switch. You don't right?
0: switch, cause then it flops it for the, it flops right. it for everyone, and then nobody's nobody's right. Left. Once the
1: standard is set, it is set. It's, it's set. It's set in stone. So if you go up and you have your wingman with you, or you're both wingman, you got two two single people in one place, right? Without intentions of meeting someone. If you go there and you start talking to one person and your friend starts talking to the other person, that's set in stone. There's no yeah. switcheroo unless something really comes up and you could talk it out. Once it's set in stone and the one person's feeling another person there is no switcheroo. No switcheroo. In that in that aspect. But to lead into another wingman situation, if your friend says, Hey, I need you to come with me and wingman someone else and you agree to it and your friend gives you a fair warning like, hey I don't really know a friend, but I need I need this for you. I need this for me. You gotta do whatever it takes for your buddy. Like if that's your boy, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna take the out. If there is an out Sometimes it's a win. You know? Sometimes it's a win. But if there's an L to be take, even if you don't want to fall through with it, be a distraction and be a good wingman. So that your friend, the just person conversation. Right? Just conversation, engaging conversation. So your friend could get lit with whoever he's talking to.
0: You know? That could be his potential wife it could be the next killer.
1: Exactly. Let him be great. You don't know. You can't bail on him because if you bail on him, then you both fail. And you're a dirtbag. And then the night becomes an argument on the way home. Like, you didn't do me the solid.
0: Exactly.
2: I know for me, I will do whatever it takes. For one of my friends to get laid <laughs> i feel like if he gets laid i get
0: laid I, agree. I didn't use the term
1: laid just so you know jonathan pinero did not use the term laid
0: and i am a nice this, dude this podcast right. is m for mature. what's but wrong with the term laid i think it's fine go, go ahead i just i just feel like and i have that same mentality like i'm gonna let you right. get lit i'm gonna get lit vicariously through you like you get lit I'm lit. I love that. Exactly. I'm happy. That's I'm down. Assist, I'm a team That's the player. best part of the And assist. yeah, that's great. It's like, yo, I'm happy for you. I love throwing dimes. I like seeing my friends get lit.
2: So in Italy, my friend, he he got this girl that was interested in him, and I think they were going to have a nightcap. Yeah, 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 We only had enough money for one cab ride. <laughs> and of course, I'm not going to go back to the room with them, you Obviously, know? Obviously, yeah. And I so I gave music. him out my last 30 euro. 30 euro. And he went to take... And handle his business. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't get a ride home, so in boat shoes, white pants, and a white tank top, your boy ran from one town to another, <laughs> about five miles, <laughs> because we had to leave the next day at a certain time. I had to run, wow. so I could make the deadline, and wow. we could, and my boy could get laid. And you know, it was a good situation. I got cardio in. I look good the next day on the beach. Man. It was all around good deal. But that's what I'm saying. I will go above and beyond.
0: Yeah, you got me, B. You may be the greatest wingman of all time.
2: Uh, I could have I I credited
1: his story because I got the immediate FaceTime <laughs> when he made it back to his destination, drenched in sweat and grossness. That's and surprising. he needed someone to talk to so he didn't fall asleep so that when his <laughs> friend got back home,
2: could he could know. let him in. So, you know. It's Man. an incredible story. Another quick story. My friend was coming off a rebound, <laughs> and he needed, needed a place to, you know, handle his business. And if you guys know me, my house is like a frat house. Yeah, Come yeah, through. street yeah, yeah. whenever you ready? I got my separate entrance. We I'm going to cut that out right, so people don't go. run up on your so, crib. <laughs> <laughs> we, could, we could edit that Yeah, I later. got that part. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Okay. So I let him have his rebound in my house while I sat outside and waited till 5 in the morning. Because wow. you know why? If you're getting laid, we all get
0: laid. <laughs> we all getting laid. If you're eating, we all eat. We all you know? eat. Exactly. I respect that shit.
1: What a wingman. So, Greg is the wingman of the year. Yeah, yeah, Any of you be guys be- listening need a wingman? Call Greg Rando. Your you will wingman will be okay. Is not better there are Greg. some guys you don't call. We're not going to throw any names out there. Honestly, every guy in this in the, in the, at West Point right now is somebody you should probably call to be yeah, a wingman. absolutely, absolutely. We we don't uh, discriminate in any situation. We're all about it. But there's some friends we're not gonna go throw any friends out there. We're gonna call them friend Alpha right now. Yeah, you don't want to call that guy. He's the switcheroo <laughs> guy. He's the I can't do this guy. He's the bail, I'm gonna bail out on you guy. And the best part is, he knows who the fuck we're talking about right oh, now. Oh, he's the fucking. Worst. So. Yeah, the rest of you guy. could try to figure it out, and if you want to ask, we'll probably not give you the answer. I but it's just great to leave it in suspicion. You know
2: why we won't give you the answer? Cause we're great wingmen. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Guy code. Oh fuck them.
0: But uh, yeah. Yo, Honestly, though, know, being like, you know what's special though, when you are like rolling up on a team of females, and then you have that wing woman. she's not like a. She's a wing woman by you default. You need that. But she she ruins it. You have that one friend where she's just like, nah. I'm not getting lit, so nobody's getting lit. Don't be that friend. You want everybody to start to hate
2: me now? You know what that's called, Elijah? What's that that called? It's called a duff. You know what a duff is? Nah, The designated, ugly, fat friend. (laughs) You know who you are if you're listening. Why you gotta do that? Don't do that shit. just trying to have
0: fun. Come on. The thing is, if you had a nice conversation, and it's a small chance, and I mean real small, maybe less than 5%, there's a 5% chance you would've gotten lit. But because of your... Unpleasant attitude and unpleasant personality, and you're just, uh, you're just disrespect for the situation. That causes the whole situation to go south for everybody. So, for all you, you, was that a Duff? All you Duffs listening. Have a better attitude towards it. I never heard the term off. I'm well-informed right now. We're going to check mm-hmm. in on Urban Dick. If it's not there, we're going to add it. <laughs> I was afraid wow, what there. a reference right there. Yeah. That's a I'm, hot take. I'm going to verify That's a hot that. take if I ever <laughs> win,
1: My well, eyebrows are completely sizzled off right
0: now from the hot <laughs> take. I don't have any eyebrows left right now. Eyebrows mm-hmm. are chopped. All right, let's wrap up with one more thing. So the one thing right now that we all have in common, which is the most important thing at this time of year, it's fantasy football. Oh. I think everybody's entertained, everybody's involved in it, whether they like football or whether they just like the idea of it. I feel like if you work at some yeah. company, you just want to get in on it because it's just something that everybody's doing. Everybody's like, what's this? What's this DraftKings? What's FanDuel's? What's ESPN fantasy? What is this? And fantasy football is just like the new thing now. Like, I've, I've probably only been doing it for like four or five years. I used to just only strictly watch, like, the Giants, and now I'm like, I just care Fun everything. fact
1: about Elijah Taylor, never made the playoffs in fantasy football. <laughs> just throwing that out there.
0: Wow, you have to violate him. He's them. a dirtbag, but, you know, I had one of those situations like the Jets where you had to, like, win one game to get in. Didn't. We're not talking about the Jets. Don't worry about the Jets. They're
1: miserable. I love them, but they're miserable. Yeah, Your fantasy yeah, team, yeah. miserable.
0: Okay, whatever. But... Yeah, never made the playoffs. I'm 0-3 right now, so it's a 3% chance I make the playoffs. We'll we'll see how that turns out. I think I'm going to find a way to make it. But anyways, I feel like um, there's been this big controversy, and I've heard a couple of my ESPN podcast friends talk about this. For for, For specific, Matthew Berry. Field Yates, there's a couple Matthew players Matthew that. Matthew your friend? I didn't know this. Yeah, I'm friends. I go to his live shows all the time. I met him at his autograph signing. He's my mentor. Um, he was talking about how like a lot of players don't care. Like they'll tweet like I think Odell had a tweet like I don't give a fuck about your fantasy football team. Um, I'm, I'm it's just about me. I think like Le- legar blunt was like for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's a running back. He was like. Who gives a fuck about fantasy? It's all about the W's and the L's. This doesn't put money in my pocket. Martellus Bennett was very outspoken about it. He went on to say, like, fantasy football does nothing for me. And that's when I was kind of like, actually It does. It does. It does. it a hundred
1: percent does. And I think what you were gonna say is uh with the football players saying that it doesn't put uh like some of them have said it doesn't put money in my pocket or food, food on my my plate. It really does. Because what fantasy football is doing, it's making us watch. Yeah. And uh, you were saying this earlier, Elijah. I don't buy NFL Red Zone to watch the Cleveland Browns play. I don't play. give a fuck about the Browns, but if they're on my
0: team, I want to see Isaiah yeah. Crowell fall in that end zone. Exactly. <laughs> so <I laughs> so that's it. why
1: people buy red zone. People don't, the red zone didn't just come out of nowhere. Like hey. everybody wants to watch football and are football fans. Yeah. That's not the case. You've got one team you love and that's the team you care about. And every team in the division, you want them to lose. Just like I hate the Patriots. I hate but, uh,. The Fantasy football. You're watching fantasy You're watching Red Zone for fantasy football. You want to see who's scoring touchdowns, who's That's getting it. points, who you're losing to, That's who's it. scoring so you can make decisions throughout the week. So fantasy Damn. football is realistically putting food on the plate for these NFL players. A lot players. of players
0: are getting a lot of more people viewing it now and it's like like the girl like I like I know so many females right now that like they like they were never really interested in sports and fantasy football kinda like lured them more into it. So now they're interested in the game. Now they're like, Oh, this is interesting. How's Devontae Adams doing? How's Randall Cobb doing? Like they wanna watch the games and now you got a bigger viewership which is gonna help you guys in the long term in terms of like creating revenue. And, like, that's I why I, I was like, you players need to, like, slow down real quick. Like, I'm not telling you, go ball out every week just for my fantasy football. Don't fuck my fantasy football team. Your job is to win for your team. But don't go on a statement. Don't go on to make uh a, a ignorant statement saying it doesn't do anything for you. Because these same fans that are watching are ultimately causing the amount of money you are able to make. As TV revenue goes up, contracts will be able to go up. So, Elijah. Yeah.
2: I've been hearing a lot lately that viewership is down in the well, NFL. Well, yeah. Isn't it, it, it? And I think it's because of all this political um, statements that's going on in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, yeah. So
0: that's subjective. Um, I, I was actually reading into that. I'm glad you brought that up. It's a lot of things. So one thing people are saying, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not watching this because people are kneeling. Some people are just like, I don't want to watch football because it's garbage. It really depends on when, what matchups you're looking at. So... Viewership is down on the Sunday night games so far this year because the Sunday night matchups haven't lived up to expectations. Let's just say and. To be fair to the NFL, these Sunday night matchups are actually made in the preseason. So when you're making them, you're making them based off of what you potentially could see injuries and whatever happens between now and then. You can't predict. So for example, I already I'm gonna already tell you they're gonna the the article in the New York Times this week is gonna be like Sunday night viewership all time low this Sunday. This Sunday you have the Seattle Seahawks versus the uh, Indianapolis Colts. On paper, at the beginning of the season, that sounds like a great game. It's Russell Wilson versus Andrew Luck. Uh, T. Y. Hilton versus Doug Baldwin. There's a possibility Doug Baldwin doesn't play. We know Andrew Luck has been great ruled out. Great name up. drops.
1: Great name drops.
0: Yeah, but like you can't predict the injuries of like what's gonna happen, and you can't predict um maybe both these teams, both those teams are coming in one and two. Now, if you had known from ahead based on what their schedule is looking like, you probably assumed those teams are both gonna come in, you know, two and one, maybe three and zero, oh, and that didn't happen. So it's really uh, just a matter of the matchups. But there's always games that do get good ratings, like. The Philadelphia Eagles and Giants game had high ratings last week. Um, I know last year, the Thanksgiving Day game between the Cowboys and Redskins was like one of the highest rated games in like the past in a long time. I can't remember the exact statistics off the top of my head. So like ratings do go down and go up, but it fluctuates. So it's too soon to really make that statement. But as the season progresses, you'll be able to get a better gauge of what's going on. And another reason for that is a lot of people are cutting cable. You got to remember that too. Like cable is very expensive. A lot of people are like, "Uh, I'm not paying for this. I can't afford this." So a lot, a lot of people are streaming it illegally. A lot of people are going to bars to watch this shit because you could go to bars where you could watch all the games simultaneously. So there's a lot of stuff. So like I said, stuff like that's really objective. It's too soon to really say. I think interest is at an all time high for sure. Like that's jersey sales are going up, so people are definitely interested. You're not buying jerseys for your dog, are you? I absolutely so, agree with you. you know. I think
2: all of this network television ratings are it's all hoopla. just complete bullshit. It's all bullshit. I feel like, well, the NFL is cannibalizing its own product, right? If yeah. If you could watch Red Zone, why are you gonna tune into CBS or NBC? Exactly. You know? Exactly. Some exactly. of your viewers are watching the game just through a different medium. Venue.
0: Exactly. So I agree with you. there. Yeah. So, I ain't. I ain't but that about was a that. great
2: take, though. I mean, thanks. A lot of us are. Paying attention to these games because of fantasy, like fantasy and kings, whatever. Yeah. What do you guys think will happen when gambling eventually gets illegal? Because I mean, we're headed that way. Well, New York Adam we had Silver, that Adam Silver is on board with gambling. Yeah. I think if he got the other commissioners of the major sports, yeah, I think they there's enough money involved where. The federal so
0: you're talking government about gambling on fantasy sports it. or just sports in general? Just sports in general. Well, I mean, fantasy so, sports is a way to gamble. Well, fantasy sports. Well, we got past that part in New York, but with sports in general. So the real big question is going to be when the Raiders finally play in Las Vegas, I think that's going to be the, the tell-all, like, all right, where are we going to go from here? What, how are we going to legalize sports gambling? Everything is all about this individual states getting money from it. If they could profit from it, they're not going to say no to it. Money at the end of the day is going to control what happens going forward. So if they're able to profit off of it, I don't see why they're going to say no to it. You know?
2: they wouldn't say no. Yeah. Everybody's got their price, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Everybody has a price. Money rules all.
1: Money rules all. Everything comes to money. That's why we most of us play fantasy. That's and talk and money. and talks of uh uh bragging rights even though that's the best part. But yeah, if but it's not a you money know, you're, you're, you want to There's some serious money involved in fantasy football, incentives. okay? Uh you got fantasy football leagues that you do with some people you don't even know yeah you do it because you want the action you want to bet on it you're like screw it it's something exciting to look forward to yeah there's money involved you almost feel like you're playing it sometimes yeah I feel like I'm playing every single I think that's very important into sports in general
2: just uh, sports betting yeah to bring this whole podcast together I mean think about what we first talked about right how sports has become so divisive yeah think about what fantasy football has done for our group of friends yeah I'm gonna shout out one kid, Pac-Man. I hope you subscribe to this podcast. Jamal Cause Robbins. you suck. Pac-Man, you're my So bro. now this guy, Pac-Man, right? I have never I maybe met him once. Maybe twice. But maybe, yeah, once or twice. We may have chilled in. I think you brought into my basement once, and I <laughs> met him at LIU another time. I talk to this guy more than I talk to like my mom. You know why? Cause he sucks. Yeah, it's just like
0: during fantasy it's like, yo, this group chat is just booming. It's like two thousand messages a day.
1: Yeah, and and just so you guys know, throwing a shout out to the uh fantasy football league we're talking about. Our oh, Football. It's called the Cacumbas Fantasy Football League. The commissioner is a damn good commissioner, Fuck you. and if they don't agree with it, they're they're absolutely lying with you because I am the commissioner of the, the football Wars league, John Pinero, of the Columbus Football League. Just put it into perspective for you guys of how hard this league is. There is a waiting list. It's a fourteen-man league, fourteen-man standard league, which makes it very difficult to win. Uh, drafting skills have to be at an all-time high yeah, It's hard to And get their in. trash talk is a vital part of you staying in the fantasy football Absolutely. league If you do not engage in conversation in our fantasy group you chat You will be removed You will be removed We have removed three people in the past four years Because yeah. of their non-involvement in the fantasy football league yeah.
0: How
2: about Johnny's dad? He hasn't talked in a while All of a sudden, guy comes in out of nowhere Yo, if you can't back your shit up, don't talk Oh, hey I was like,
0: "What? Scary <laughs> shit, man! It's so a good it, league. Fantasy
1: football ultimately is a great thing, and I it is you all
0: generating money it. for even if you don't football watch players. football, just do it. It's great.
1: People love fantasy football. It's great. It's great to go. It's hey, great man. to see. Let's use sports to unite us, guys. Unite us
2: and lose money
0: <laughs> and get tight. you know
2: what this country was founded on.
1: Greg's favorite word. It begins with a C. What is it, Greg?"
2: Begins with a C, rhymes with schmapitalism
0: It's called capitalism. Straight cash. Homie. He loves that stuff. <laughs> All right. I guess that was a really good. Great episode. I guess we're gonna wrap up. The cannon's about to go off in a couple of minutes. Kick off. We yeah have at army Army versus Utah. We'll let
1: you guys know if we see any kneels going down at the I Army. I might base. do the fight the
0: power. <laughs> like to the socks guy. I would love for someone to like press me afterwards about it. I did. We'll see. I might. I see if I'm most of the friends time. we're
1: here with will we'll press Elijah Taylor. I think pushing <laughs> my
0: hand in the sky isn't disrespectful, but we'll see how I feel. Quick
1: shout out, Jonathan Pinero.
2: Follow me on Instagram. Turn to Pinero. Follow my Snapchat. Turn to Pinero. Alright, there we go. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Greg Rando here. Random without the M. Get it? <laughs> yeah, so the Greg Rando on Instagram. Yeah, I'm a the. I'm verified. I'm really not, though. And uh, you know. I
0: followed them. They're pretty valid. We're pretty good we're,
2: we're on top. We're good people, you know. We like to have fun, like to have a good time. And you know, Elijah, I had a lot of fun, man. I had a lot
0: of fun. This was a lot more fun we'll than I thought gonna, it We're was. gonna do another episode, I, I can't wait, man. Whenever you want, you give me a call. I'm I'll, on next time we'll do it in your basement, it's probably lit <laughs> over a game of Monopoly. <laughs> we'll be way more fucked up. Man. <laughs> Speak for yourselves. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, we're gonna wrap up here. Uh, I wanted to thank you guys for listening. Uh appreciate the continued support. Uh anybody interested on being on the podcast, feel free to email me at etaylorpodcast at gmail.com or contact me on Twitter at Elijah R. Taylor. You guys can follow me on Instagram as well at Elijah R. Taylor. Across the boards on all social platforms. Uh that's gonna be it for this episode. Uh thank you guys for listening. This has been episode two of the Larger Taylor podcast. Look forward to putting out more content. Uh, you guys enjoy your rest of your October and Rando Panero twenty twenty
2: eight. Vote for me, Vote President. For I'll make America decent again. We we all know how I make America great again when, when Yeah, you know. let's make it decent.
0: All right, guys. Yo, thanks for listening. We out later.